Welcome to the Stuff in Junk Show, where we share our opinions on random subjects from interesting news, social topics, pop culture, our likes and dislikes, things you've seen, heard, or read, to what we did and what we do. You know, Stuff in Junk. Hey, my name is Albert. And my name is Ruthie. This is Johnny. So I read an article a few weeks ago. I think it's a few weeks ago. It's called Protest Backlash and the Failings of a Superhero Culture. Right? And which is like, oh, that's a nice, catchy mm-hmm. title. That's right? clickbait. And, and, and it goes... <laughs> it's in The Hollywood Reporter. It's written by Richard Newby. Which, to be to, to tell you up front, he's a person of color. He's a black guy. Mm-hmm. Right? And his article starts off here is, We gorge on stories of heroes in masks, yet we still don't understand justice. America is a culture dominated by superhero stories, men and women in masks taking their fights to the streets. Buildings become collateral damage in a struggle for survival. Yet when black people clad in COVID masks do this in real life for a real cause that's not aliens or robots, but nothing less than our right to exist, we are labeled criminals, thugs, and terrorists. Yeah, he's, I think he's got a point. Yeah, a very big point. So superhero movies are essentially the big thing, the blockbusters in modern cinema in, in theater. The reason to go to movie theaters are for the Avengers, for Spider-Man. Definitely the last 10 years. Yeah, yeah. especially the last 10 years, mm-hmm. right? More, more so than, than, than Star Wars and whatnot, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's the Marvel movies. It's the superhero movies, right? Mm-hmm. That's the reason to go to movie theaters nowadays. And you figure 10 years of the MCU should have affected American culture in some way or another. Not to mention the past like 70, 80 years of comic books in the first place. Well, yeah. Right? Okay. So, and and there's, pro- there's problematic stuff in the in the first 50 years of comic books, yeah. naming to well. say that the majority of the superheroes are white people, uh-huh. right? And, and also white men. Are white, are white men, not mm-hmm. to mention, right? And, and Wonder Woman is a person who likes be, uh, S&M. Yeah. But the but, but, but point is, is that superheroes, I think, hasn't involved that much. They're supposed to, but not really. The closest thing mm-hmm. the, the closest thing we got is the X-Men, who are supposed to be an allegory for racism and for prejudice, mm-hmm. right? But even then, even that's evolved. Yeah, even since, then, be, yeah. since the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Even even then, the message seems to have gotten away. You don't watch the X movies and think, oh, they're talking about prejudice and racism. Yeah, it's just superheroes versus supervillains. Yeah, it didn't it didn't help that the allegory was supposed to be about uh, when Stanley and Jack Kirby made the X Men back in the sixty. It was supposed to be an allegory for. Uh, Malcolm X and Martin Luther King and race right. relations. It didn't help the fact that there was no black people actually on the team. And so, you know what I mean? Right. That, that, the point would hit a little bit home, close, uh, hit harder if they had actually black people. And also, when I said it evolved and changed, it's more of an allegory for homosexuality now more than any, more than anything else. Well, that actually, too, yeah. More, more. I think it's more. I would say it's actually that's a more of a dominant. Uh, metaphor in the X Men books. Yeah, and but, I believe, you know, the, and I believe the first mutant, the, films. the yeah. first mutant uh, gay person was a Canadian. Oh, that North was, Star, yes. North Star. That yes. was the first reveal. Now, mm-hmm. now they they kind of like backtrack and go, no, no, Iceman was gay this whole time. Yeah, that's you a retcon. They're doing yeah. they're doing retcon stuff to try and fix the past, mm-hmm. right? But the point is, that I think the damage has already been done for a certain generation, right? Yeah. The new generation might learn better from superheroes, mm-hmm. but the old generation have not yet. Mm-hmm. And the superhero movies have not quite gone to the point where they're, they're, they have enough to talk about social justice and whatnot, mm-hmm. right? Racial justice and all that mm-hmm. stuff. It, it's not, it's like, like the article said, superheroes have kind of failed America so far because the mm-hmm. result has been pretty bad, mm-hmm. right? Right. The whole idea for the protesting is the protesters should be seen as superheroes mm-hmm. and the police should be seen as the villain. Well, this is way over simplification. <laughs> this is this is way reduction. I don't think it's the responsibility of movies and superhero movies in particular it's supposed to like shape our entire you know worldview and stuff like that. You know what I mean? The people that are susceptible to the message of these superhero movies are 
won't become of age until maybe another 15, 20 years. You know what I mean? Okay. I'm, talking about, I'm talking about my nephew's generation and stuff like that. You right. know what I mean? The people that are out there being racist and shitty, they're in their 40s and 50s. They don't watch a lot of, you know, I don't think the latest MCU movies going to affect their worldview. You know what I mean? They're, they're whatever ways they're, they look at life, it's already kind of like set in stone. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, yeah. And comic books back in the day, even at their most, it's, it's not like it's it's still very niche comic books. Are, you know what I mean? So yeah. But I I would argue there is that the 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 point of view that I mentioned, like the the terrorists are the police and mm-hmm. and the, the protesters are the superheroes. Mm-hmm. That analogy can only really be represented with like like you're saying the kids mm-hmm. who watch this MCU stuff and kind of think that way. Mm-hmm. But the people who are commenting about the fact that the protesters are are the bad guys or whatever mm-hmm. are the older generation. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. the boomers, yeah. right? They're they're mm-hmm. the ones who grew up. Learning that white is right and you know and all that stuff, so so that's the conflict and and the superhero movies are just kind of towing the line, teaching those things like like for example I would say, uh, July Four is coming up this weekend and and I think uh, for most people, like, maybe over a decade ago people would think of Superman as the American hero, right? Yeah, Even uh-huh, though sure. he's an immigrant, right? Tag, yeah, he's an alien. He's an alien. <laughs> yeah, his, tag, his tag used to be a truth, justice, and the American way. Yeah, yeah. Until they cha- they changed it. So now the American hero is Captain America, Captain America yeah. right? As, as it, I guess it should have been the whole time. He fought Nazis. Mm-hmm. He, you mm-hmm. know, he went to the war and, and, and protected America and mm-hmm. whatnot. He sacrificed his life for America yeah. and all that stuff. Right. Uh, okay. oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead, John. Oh, so, And more than any other film recently, Captain America, I think, starred in the one movie, maybe also Black Panther, in the one movie where it's it 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 reflects what's going on in in, in what's going on in the world right now. In the fact that uh, Captain America, Winter Soldier, is a f- is, yes. is is an anti-establishment uh, uh, a movie and stuff. Most superhero movies, most movies in general, at the end of the movie, the mo- the, the world sort of gets reset. You know what I mean? The, the, the whatever uh, establishment, whatever uh, society thing is sort of like put back. The norms are reset and put back into place. You know what I mean? But not mm-hmm. in Captain America: Winter Soldier. Now hold your talk there, because yeah. I want to lead to that. Okay. Yeah. The other thing, the other example that superhero comic books have done, as well as movies and TV shows. Mm-hmm. Is that the superheroes fight crime with the police? Yeah, Batman works with Commissioner Gordon from the Gotham City Police. Right, right? you got the X Men who are working with the government mm-hmm. to fight against crime. You got the Avengers who work with the federal government right. to fight against crime. You know, so they decided the superheroes with the police, mm-hmm. right? And yet now, you know, especially these past weeks, maybe superheroes shouldn't be siding with the police because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it seems yep. like the common goal is not the common goal. Right now, and that leads to Captain America: uh, Civil uh, Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. Yeah. Right, and go ahead, explain what. Yeah, the, well, you gotta go back to the first movie. Actually, the first movie of uh, uh, Captain America: First Avengers. It's very much uh, America Americana. You know what I mean? He, you know, uh, Captain America and the view of the government are more or less aligned. You know what I mean? Uh, Steve Rogers doesn't like how he's being used. He's used as propaganda, get war bonds. But at the end of the day. The single goal was to defeat Nazism and all that stuff. Yeah, so the, all good stuff. Yeah, all good stuff. Everybody's happy. But in, in flash, flash forward in Captain America Winter Soldier, he realizes Shield, the the or the government, the one he's been fighting for, working for, has been infiltrated by Hydra and stuff like that. You know, it's right. being corrupted and stuff like that. And he he turns against. Uh, he has to fight Hydra and stuff like that. Or the and, government had to go ahead. Right, and so and the thing is, a lot of people uh, I saw some Patrick Williams video saying that it's. Actually, not so anti-establishment because he, his argument is: Hey, if you're Captain America and you learn that Hydra or fascism is in 
shield, of course you would fight Hydra. You know, it's obvious. It's, it's There's no moral ambiguity and stuff like that. But my, my counter-argument to that is the biggest fight or the biggest enemy or the biggest flip for Captain America in the movie is his fight against uh, Nick Fury. Sh- shield at the end. You know what I mean? Right. There's a scene where mm-hmm. he... Where he where uh, Nick Fury wants to get rid of Hydra, you know, he tells Captain America, "This is what we're gonna do. We're gonna take everybody." You know, he wants to purge it. Oh, listeners, if you don't know me now, we are gonna be spoiling it's some a, superhero it's a stuff. It's a ten-year-old, but go ahead, Javid. Yeah. But so that's to me, that's the key scene. You know what I mean? The fact that Captain America says no to Nick Fury says, "You know what? We're not gonna go back to the old ways." You know what I mean? We're not gonna just re just purge Hydra. You know what I mean? From Shield, we're not just gonna reestablish Shield. We're not gonna go back to status quo. Mm-hmm. That I think that's mm-hmm. the key. A thing about Captain America Winter Soldier and the the theme of that movie, and that's you know a mean? metaphor too. To uh, what, what's going on uh, right now? Uh, to uh, what's going on? Systemic racism in the police yeah. department. Yeah, law like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you yeah. can. Yeah, it's just it's just another word for fighting the man, the the system. You're you know saying I mean? the Captain America right. got woke. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He got woke. Mm-hmm. He realized, hey, the government, law enforcement, is not doing what we should be the the correct things. Yeah, and I right. should be able to protest and yeah. fight against yeah. them. I shouldn't fight. Right. A, the system is broken. I shouldn't prop up the system. You know what I mean? Right. The system itself is corrupt. It should be all torn down. It should we all it should all start anew and stuff like that. So protesters, you are Captain America. Yeah. Yeah. So it's to me, that movie and then the other superhero movie that 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 points out this thing is actually probably uh, Black Panther. Black Panther and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. Black Panther actually splits the difference a little bit in the sense that uh what do you call it? Uh on one extreme it's uh Killmonger wants to tear everything down, establish a new world order, blah, blah, blah. And Nakia says the same thing, but it's through diplomacy and stuff like that. And at the end, uh, Black Panther Chitala decides to kind of split the difference, saying that they're both kind of right and stuff like that. So that's the other example of superheroes movie where it's really anti-establishment. Now, what's the problem with Black Panther? Uh, The problem with Black Panther is, uh, what do you call it? Black Panther's kind of boring in it. No, 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 no. It's not that. Uh, The problem is that, okay, Wakanda, this fictional fictional country where black people have rights because they're in charge of the country and all Mm -hmm. that stuff is the ideal situation for a lot of black people in America. Mm -hmm. That's why they're they're like Wakanda forever doing the Mm -hmm. protests and Mm -hmm. whatnot. Mm -hmm. The thing is, though, is that Wakanda is not a country... Yeah, it's not real. That's, it's that's, not that's, a real that's, country. That's, that's, yeah. They did not experience racism in that yeah. country. Mm-hmm. They did not experience system, systemic uh, segregation yeah, against, against the country. Mm-hmm. Those are black people who live the heaven life of being black people, being like what white people have mm-hmm. in America, right? Mm-hmm. So, And Killmonger is from America, and he sees the problems with black people in America, goes to Wakanda and go, hey, why aren't you doing anything for us? Mm-hmm. Right, so when people say that we want to be Wakanda, I would hope they were saying like we want to have Wakanda be the ideal future for Black people, where they can live like like white people essentially, right? And but Killmonger yeah. is the villain of Black Panther, but like you're saying mm-hmm. at the end of that movie, Black Panther recognizes that Killmonger actually did have a just yes. cause, and he 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 did, did, he just went through, went about it the, the wrong way. Yeah. And just to just to reiterate what you're saying, um, it's not just to live like white people it's to have that idea of equality yes of yes yes being equal to not just equal to white people but just to have people have the same things in general because we're all humans so it seems like in to go with the metaphor of black panther black panther told killmonger hey hey don't don't start anything you know everything will be okay if if you don't start anything but but killmonger <laughs> was all like no, 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 no. They killed George Floyd. Mm-hmm. We need to fight back. That's essentially yeah. what Killmonger was doing. Yeah. 
right? So it, it seemed like even in Black Panther, an MCU movie that came out three years, four years ago, four years, yeah. um, they still weren't afraid. They were still kind of afraid to go further than that, right? They're, mm-hmm. To go with the metaphor, mm-hmm. right? They're still holding themselves back. We want to think that if Black Panther was released now, would Killmonger, would Killmonger actually have succeeded in his goal? I don't know. I don't know, mm-hmm. right? I don't know the comic book stories or blah, 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 blah. But yeah. So there's that. Another thing too that, that, that the articles have posted up also, there's another one called America's Need for Superheroes Has Led to the Rise of Donald Trump. This is this was written four years ago, I think. Mm-hmm. And 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 the protester who people who like like the protesters age and whatnot, who got inspiration from superheroes to fight back against against the bad people, like the Nazis and the racists and whatnot. Um on the flip side, the the the, the Trump publicans, they see the minorities, the people of color, the Democrats, the liberals, as the man, mm-hmm. which is completely false. First yeah. off, they shouldn't be taken that way, but they do, right? And and so now they think that they're fighting for America by fighting back against liberal and progressive ideas, mm-hmm. which is the wrong message to come off from from the superhero comic books and the movies. And unfortunately, they're both they're both like trying to to. Uh, What's the word they're looking for? They're trying to. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Sasha the C. It's uh, appropriate. Appropriate. Okay. They're, try- mm-hmm. the yeah. they're trying to yeah, appropriate. <laughs> they're trying to appropriate the superhero mythology for their cause, mm-hmm. even though they don't realize they're not the Avengers, they're Hydra. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's like what's going on there? And 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 then and then they're yeah. Go on. All right. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me catch your breath first. Take it easy, man. Take it easy. Uh, but even yeah, so so there's that. So it, it it is like the fact that it isn't black and white with superhero comic books is nice that that that, that exists. But I think there's still a lot more uh, straightforwardness. Oh, good versus bad, and then you're supposed to just like understand that, and yet people don't. Mm-hmm. So I think that mm-hmm. so maybe that is a failing in superhero comic books if people who are watching the MCU movies haven't learned from them. <laughs> I don't think it's a fair. people. No matter what the the art is and stuff like that, pre, people bring in their own biases sure. and their own prejudices and stuff like that. You know what I mean? You know, and you know, it's up to the audience to interpret. You know, art. You know, people see what they want to see. You know, at some point. You know what I mean? It's you know, it's just it's, it's I don't know. People, of course, every every piece of art, every piece of work, movie, whatever has a, a, a sort of authorship. They have a message and stuff like that. But you know, at the end of the day. People, uh, people have to interpret that and figure it out for themselves and stuff like that, you know. Okay, how about how about the flip side with Captain America: Civil War, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Tony Stark wanted, with the help of the federal government, wants to hold superheroes accountable, right? Right. So, and then Captain America's like, no, I don't want to be held accountable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, if you flip that into the mythology, into the into the metaphor, uh, we want the police to be more accountable for their actions, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Captain America saying, I don't want to be accountable for my actions. We have we have the right and the freedom to to do what we think is right for the, the for what we believe is the right cause. Well, I think his argument was like he he doesn't feel like he he doesn't feel like he he shouldn't be held accountable. He just he just wants to know where's that accountability coming from. Is it from his? I think he was thinking more of a accountability with his with his with his peers. You know what I mean? Other superheroes, other you know what I mean? He doesn't want a thing a third party to put to hold him accountable. You know what I mean? But isn't people, that what people are that sort of uh, removed? From what he does and stuff like that. But isn't that what we want to do to the police? We're a third party telling the police, hey, you have to be held more accountable for your actions. Mm-hmm. 
Well, but also, but the thing is, but the thing is, the difference is, I think is that the, we just also want the police to follow whatever guidelines they are, are, are for accountability. You know what I mean? We're not just, right. you know what I mean? That's the other thing about what's going on in, in with the police and stuff. It's just like, they're not being, it's not, it's not so much, it's not a blank statement like, oh, they're not being held accountable. It's like, they're, they're, they, they, the police, when they use force and stuff, they, they have rules and regulations, but they're not being enforced. It's also a matter of enforcement. You know what I mean? When people are, or when people are running away from the police, they're not, they're not immediate threat to the police they shouldn't be shot in the back you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah you know what i mean that's, ba- that's batman would yeah batman doesn't use yeah guns. batman also doesn't mean <laughs> to guns. kill yeah. yeah he doesn't use a gun but, <laughs> but he does do batman brutality yeah I mean, but i think but i think just a blank statement of uh, at least batman so, doesn't kill the criminals he'll actually yeah. bring them to justice yeah. Yeah. That's so right. i think i think there's a little there's a lot there's a lot of nuance yeah there are nuances yeah yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But, but but this this is food for thought this is food for thought sure. for when i'm bringing up here um so the article also mentioned watchmen which I think yes. they say, I mean, I, now I don't want to spoil Watchmen because I'm telling you to watch yeah. Watchmen. And, and, mm-hmm. and as I've told many times in this episode, this podcast already, uh, Watchmen's ahead of its time. Yeah. You know, yes. and saying that it's already a spoiler to Watchmen. But Watchmen, I think, does a really good job with how they represent the police and, and superheroes. Well, and more than any other example we've talked about so far, Watchmen, that eight, nine part series is more speaks more about these issues and you know yes the, the and saying that seen. is a spoiler yeah now now the yes. one the, and I, I would like to talk about it but it's a spoiler and i want people to watch it okay now the one thing that i could spoil is one of the comments about dr manhattan okay if you're not familiar dr manhattan is essentially a godlike character a, a human who became a godlike character who could do whatever he wants mm-hmm. essentially mm-hmm. right and one of the criticisms of dr manhattan is that he has all this power and he refuses to do anything to to for change mm-hmm. for for pos- right. for positive change. He's yeah. it's almost like he's being selfish. He could do more, mm-hmm. right? And I'm saying superheroes like Superman and all the other stuff, and and all the other mythological godlike heroes, mm-hmm. they could do more. Yeah, right. And uh, right. and I, and I ask people, regular humans, to do more. You can do more. You have you have the you have social media. You can spread the word. Tell mm-hmm. people about. Thing. You, you're going to get pushback from, from quote-unquote, the villains, but as well as your compatriots and whatnot. But that is you doing more. Don't just sit back and, like, it's not, it's not your responsibility. Yes, it is your responsibility. You're in this planet. It's your responsibility. Right. Do more. All right. Thanks for listening. Okay. My name is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert5x5. My name is Ruthie. You can find me on Instagram at Ruthie Grace, R-U-T-H-Y-G-R-R-A-C-E-1-3. You can find me on the Twitter, J-I-A-M-I-N-G-L-O-U. Uh, leave a comment on our Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or on the website itself. Leave a voicemail if you dare. Uh, show your support. There are free options. Head over to whowhatworswhy.com slash support to find out how to do support Black Lives Matter. Uh, music has been provided by the White Axis. All the links and information can be found on whowhatworswhy.com as well as the show notes. Before we go, uh, let me guys give you a recommendation. There is this link that Dorduti shared with us here. It's called... 41 maps that portray the lesser-known facts about America. I thought it was a very interesting uh, uh, article here. It's basically, it's pulls from a, a different sources. It has like things like, number one is a uh, most commonly spoken language in the U.S. after English and Spanish. California, by the way, is Tagalog. So is Nevada, is Tagalog. Oh. And in New York, it's Chinese, right? So, <laughs> so there's some stuff. Oh, in Texas, if you think the, the second, the second uh, most popular Language is Spanish. You're wrong. It's no, Vietnamese. It's Vietnamese. Yeah, yeah. That, well, that one you do because after the Vietnam War, they a lot. Most of the refugees actually went to Texas and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of that. There's no, lot. I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention. What's California? It's got to be Mandarin. No, no it's, it's Tagalog. 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 What? Yes. 
Yeah. Oh, wait, other than Spanish and Ill. Not Mandarin? Look at him getting offended. You <laughs> son of a bitch. Well, we got you over here in New York. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Everybody time out. Everybody shut up. Let me look at this. Let me look at this. Where's my people? Where's, my, where's the Chinese at? New York? Uh. New York. You're over here. You're on the wrong coast. It. Seriously? <laughs> in California, we have San Francisco and LA. Come on. In New York, we just have New York City, right? Mm-hmm. I don't like this. I, don't I, I, I was going to have this be an episode by itself, but since I'm horrible at maps, I figured I'm not going to do that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we need we need a, a, yeah. a, a map of the U.S. with all the states on it that you can superimpose yeah. on whatever like maps we're looking at. You guys are in Nevada? What are you guys doing in Nevada? <laughs> <laughs> we like casinos too, you know? Like Seriously, too. really? Yeah. Come I, on, man. I, I, I our, grandma, stuff- our grandma had the best luck. She used to win at the slot machines like nobody's business. That's true, too. How many hospitals are in the oh, Enough already. Enough already. <laughs> uh, what the hell's I, going on? I, I, other stuff in the list is like uh, states with a smaller population than Los Angeles County. Pretty and much. there's a lot of yeah. them. You know, mm-hmm. other stuff is like uh, the most efficient route between every Springfield in the United that's States. Kind of, that's very inside baseball. Yeah, yeah, that's very dorky. There's also how much snow does it usually take to cancel schools? Basically, <laughs> very dorky. Uh, most common surname in the state in the United States by state. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also have here is oh not that one. Uh, more people live inside the red area than the gray area. So that's like a very which is actually a really good point because yeah. think of the electoral votes. Mm-hmm. How many does each state get per? You know, during presidential elections. Yeah. Yep. California has the most. Yeah. Um, I think it's one, still dispro- disproportionate, though. There's, there's a map here that shows how America utilizes its land. And literally dead smack in the middle of America, cow. Cow <laughs> is the, is the, rules the land. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's all this stuff. Watch, watch, look at the list. It's in the show notes. Uh, 41, I said close, uh, 41 maps that portray the lesser known facts about America. To go <laughs> Get over it. <laughs> Are they separating Chinese and Mandarin? Is that what they're doing? I don't like it. I don't appreciate that. I think it should be just Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Just Chinese. Yeah. We we also have Hawaii, by the way. That's yeah. also ours too. You guys have Hawaii? <laughs> Oh, that makes sense. a lot of us over there. That makes sense. All right. Philippines is close to Hawaii. I'll no, give you that. it's not that. It has to do with Filipino no, American history. It's a lot to do with that. Hawaii and also, is in the middle of yeah. Pacific Ocean. It's far from everywhere. I just think in California, Mandarin, Cantonese, and all the di- various Chinese dialects, it's splitting the votes. Somebody's you know, being ignorant here. No, you're, y'all <laughs> are over here this. in New York. I don't, I don't know what, where you think you are in California. Y'all are over here in New York. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, take, take a look at the map. How big is West Covina? Take a look at the link. All right. Uh, this was episode 316 of the Stuff and Junk Show. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, this has been a podcast on the Who What Works Network. All Independence Days now. <laughs>